podcast today. It's Tuesday, October 17th. What did you find on your porch? Uh, just a note selling <laughs> selling us stuff. But he looked all official. He had like this very strange um, like uh, jacket on. Like you know how the jackets they wear when people are... Um, when people are uh, picking up trash on the side of the road. Did you see the person in your camera and you raced home? Yeah, he was selling me some insurance. Something like that. I think this camera is going to cause you a lot of anxiousness. <laughs> it doesn't cause me anxiousness more than... Well, sometimes. I mean, sometimes it's just funny. Like, um, our backyard camera is continuing to pick up a squirrel uh, in the backyard that keeps um, setting the camera off, but it's the same one that Pete chases all the time. So, um, we just have a very comical squirrel. Uh, it doesn't, no, it doesn't cause me stress. It, it causes Thomas stress. To be honest, we had some work done yesterday in the house. I took the day off so we could have some repairs made and the repair guy parked his truck in our driveway. He asked permission first, parked the truck in the driveway and came up the side door. And Thomas immediately was like, who is that in the backyard? But I was answering that I couldn't answer the phone because the, there was a person at the door. So then he was like, why aren't you answering? And I'm like, dude, it's the guy coming to fix our electrical panel. Calm down. Did, did, why did you go home for this person that was at your door now? I don't know. Just and I mean, I'm getting because I could. I only lived around the corner. I wanted to see what he wanted. I, I haven't paid my water bill. Hear me out. Hear me out. So I gave them an email to use and I said, please send all bills electronically, right? I haven't gotten a bill and I'm afraid I typed my email in incorrectly. And so I just know we're going to get posted that our water bill is due, but we're not getting anything in the mail because we're getting all of our stuff electronically, but I'm not getting anything. And in order for me to go online, so I went to the like, the utility company or whatever the online is, but you have to know your account. And it's not one of those where if you don't know your account, please enter your social security number. You have to know your account number. And I don't know my account number because I'm not getting a bill in the mail. Does that make sense? Um, call, <clears throat> it's a call engage Toledo, but a good time to reach out to your friend, Jenny. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, well, I'm going to have to figure this out one way or another. I guess I'm just going to have to call. I hate calling in because I know that you are always having to pay like, or always on the phone forever in a day. So I'm serious. I love it, but. Re reach out to Jenny. I had a question about my bill and she did something at her headquarters and, and something got changed. Yeah. Yeah, but that's um, Speaking of people coming to your homes, mm -hmm. uh, I I am curious. You'll be a good test for this. Um, Bethany brought it up on Friday. Uh, somebody asked me today. I'm like, nobody has ever come. Um, I think trick or treating is dead. I so we're interested to know. We don't. We haven't met any of our neighbors. At like, we just haven't met any of our neighbors. So. I'm really curious what trick-or-treating is going to be like um, uh, this year because we're going to, it's going to be the first year. Obviously, I've trick-or-treated with my nephews every year since they were born, since Andrew was born. But um, 
this is the first year I'm doing it in my own home. And I don't know. I mean, our street is pretty crowded with Halloween decorations, though. Like, our neighborhood, I don't know about Bethany's neighborhood, but our neighborhood that I think is a little more packed than hers, hers, their, the houses are a little more spread out. But our neighborhood, like, they go hard for Halloween decorations. <laughs> and I'm like, that has to mean that they're trick-or-treaters, right? I'm curious to see. I mean, unless you have, like, a densely packed neighborhood like that, um, Jody's neighborhood, I think, in, in Harbor Terrace, trick-or-treat's pretty hard. But, yeah, unless the houses are on top of one another. Um, Ask Mary. Ask, see what Mary says, because I, I do truly want to know. I mean, we have plans on... We're going to get some pumpkins and decorate them and put them out. And I already have some mums out there and we're going to sit out there and pass out candy. But I mean, everybody's decorations can be misleading, <clears throat> I guess. Um, hear me out with this. I, I don't. I, I So I would say within the last 15 years, there's been fewer and fewer trick or treaters. And it's been this this circular effect. Fewer trick-or-treaters, more people thinking they don't need to stay home or do candy. And that's just become like a, a snowball rolling down a hill. Um, and then in the last, whatever, five to seven, maybe, I don't know, even 10 years, I guess, the creation of trunk-or-treats and how God will strike down churches if they do not hold them. Um, <laughs> they're, they're, they're everywhere. And... I began to look at this um, more mathematically. If mm-hmm. I if I were a kid, I mean, you want candy, and and I'm not saying like I wish it used to be the way it was back then, because um, I think the only real danger, the real danger that people actually ignored, was kids in the dark running across streets mm-hmm. and getting plowed into plowed over by cars. Mm-hmm. Not trick or treat, actual like trick or treating house to house danger, um, but it is far more efficient with where we've come with trick-or-treating, even within the last 10 years. Why should I go traipsing up and down streets of my neighborhood or community, my zip code, when a lot of the lights aren't on, your candy sucks, when I can just hit like multiple trunk-or-treats and know that I am guaranteed to get candy. So if I'm if I'm seven years old and I'm wearing my, my, my Leonardo Turtle outfit, I'm I'm going to all the trunk or treats, not walking up and down streets looking for candy. I think trunk or treats is the, the sad evolution of <laughs> Halloween. I find it to be incredibly sad. I hate trunk or treats. I mean, I understand who who they benefit because I think that there are some kids that just don't live in or have access to neighborhoods where you truly can trick or treat. But I think so. So other than for that reason, I think trunk or treats are awful. I mean, I, the fun and the beauty of of being able to trick or treat is you're walking the neighborhood at night when the street lights are on. I actually get to be outside of my house walking my neighborhood. Sometimes my mom was with me, sometimes my mother wasn't with me. You get to ride your bikes after dark if you wanted to. I mean, I lived in a neighborhood where everybody everybody mostly everybody except for some corners of our neighborhood participated in trick-or-treating so you hit multiple houses you were out with all of your friends you're running into your other friends like and everybody's out after dark everybody's out after the street lights are on everybody's in different costumes who has more candy like it the, that's the beauty and it really does actually depend on what neighborhood you live in like i said some of the neighborhoods in our community that are largely more dangerous or getting trending in a direction that's more dangerous you're not going to have as many trick-or-treaters 
Um, and those kids do deserve to have a good Halloween and they do deserve to have a good opportunity to be able to do it. So I'm all for different community events so other kids can have access. But if you do live in a neighborhood where you do have the ability to trick or treat, you need to do it. I mean, that's the that's the beauty of it. That's the fun of my brother's neighborhood. I've I've said this probably two or three years in a row. It's like a damn Disney movie. I mean, the kids and parents are everywhere. Like every good luck driving through that neighborhood between the hours of 6 p.m. and 8:30 because it is jam-packed with kids running across the street, not looking where they're going, running up and down the sidewalks, not listening to their parents. Like <laughs> some getting pushed in wagons. The parents all have like hot cider and alcohol in their thermoses, like guaranteed. Other parents are sitting out with fire pits. Like it's like a Disney movie. It's insane. Good. I'm, I'm glad that that is still happening some places. Maybe I yeah. could, uh, with the way I described it, listening to myself think that through, I'm like, you deal with this at work now in your position. Um, streamlining, optimization, efficiencies. We've optimized uh, acquiring candy in and around Halloween. If you extract the fact that, yes. you, know, you you how about, how about this? Uh, what's a kid? How, hey, Andrew, how about this? You can put your costume on and we'll just go buy candy at Target. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you take that out, it is far more efficient to go to Trunk or Treats than going up and down sure. the blocks. But um, I am very much, as soon as I thought about this today, I am very much looking forward to what you're going to get on the 31st. Yeah, just do ask Mary for me because I do really want to know. And um, what was I going to say? Oh gosh, I was going to say something, it, whatever. I just, I really enjoy it. I'm, we're excited for it. We're excited to see what it's like. Um, it's our first like Halloween at home and the dogs will have to get put away but you know, cause they're going to be crazy. I'll probably give them some drugs too so that they can calm themselves. But yeah, I think it'll, I think it'll be a lot of fun. Next up, mm. um, since there is a, a larger story that has come from this today, um, with it, and I think we briefly discussed this a couple of weeks ago, and you said you had not seen the movie. Um, so, uh, Crossroads, the Britney movie, is coming out because her memoir is coming out. And I don't know if you saw this, but the big story what? today was yes. Um, and she's not reading all of it. Michelle Williams will be reading most of it. Uh, I guess Christina Aguilera was on Jimmy Kimmel last night. She got asked about it as she's she was on to promote her Vegas thing. And she, I'm glad she had the sentiment that, that I had. She's like, I hope, because she gets mentioned in there. Um, mm. She's like, I hope it's all good. I hope Brittany's in a good place. So the, uh, you probably didn't hear the story today that she, um, I'm going to use alleges with everything that comes to this. Because as a person who believes the Bible is not historical in any way, shape, or form, I think the Bible might actually be more nonfiction than what Britney's memoir is. <laughs> um, like, what is this? Like, an unreliable narrator, I believe, is the is the literary phrase. She oh, said, I'm sure. She said that Justin got her pregnant and she had an abortion. Oh, boy. I, I mean, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Like, I feel like that actually might be kind of realistic, to be honest. I, I, I don't disagree. Like, that is a very reasonable thing. But... I would take every, everything she says in this book with like enough oh. enough salt oh. to make my heart explode. Exactly, exactly. I mean, she might. You know what? I'm not even going to say it. Nope, not going to say it. Uh, the other part of this is there's going to. I can't see her doing interviews. I know 60 Minutes wanted to talk to her. Um, 
I don't know if she will be speaking or PR stuff or whatever to promote this, but I I hope this doesn't make her crack even more. I feel she's absolutely going to do interviews. I think the opposite. For sure. She's going to do interviews because she doesn't have anybody telling her, hey, you know what? This isn't a good idea. Like, maybe you shouldn't do this. She's got to have some kind of adult or manager around her. <laughs> but none that she's forced to listen to or none that can step in and override her decisions. Fair enough. Um, I'm sure there'll be plenty of that to get to in the coming days. Um, mm-hmm. the, the Taylor Swift movie complaints that I expected is not what I heard. I mentioned this in the air on Friday. Um, when we were doing Taylor dating, I'm like, I feel bad. I feel a little bit bad for like an older couple going out to see, I don't know what other movies are out, going out to see The Exorcist on a Friday, Friday night <laughs> or a Saturday. And they're like, what is happening here? Yeah. Uh, that I did not read of. In fact, what I did come across was some people who attended the Taylor movie were pissed off uh, that they couldn't hear Taylor singing because everybody else was singing. <gasps> You're joking. So it was like a glorified karaoke that everybody was participating in? I don't know. I mean, you know, we could do uh. I, 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 we could do an entire podcast that, that's called People Complained About X. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I would be a... But, but what did you expect, though, at the same time? I don't think you, anybody was going to go to the Taylor Swift movie that is basically her concert on film and expect to be able to eat their popcorn and shush other people for talking. Everyone was encouraged to do what they were doing. And the only... like. I, the Beyonce thing is going to happen. I don't know if it will be to the level of Taylor oh, Swift. That's going to be interesting. I do think that there will be more non-traditional things playing in theaters as theaters, you know, try to survive. Yeah. Um, th- this might be the the apex of of decibel volume at theaters, though. And I mean, Rocky Horror Picture Show has been happening for for decades, but. Um, I'll, I'll cut theater some slack where this might have happened for two reasons. One, maybe they couldn't turn the volume up anymore. Two, maybe they couldn't turn the volume up anymore as to not disrupt other theaters. So I will, yeah. chalk, I will chalk this up to to an anomaly. And I'm sorry if, especially if like you couldn't afford to go to the concert and, and even 20 bucks for a movie ticket was a lot for you to take your kid and you couldn't hear... I have a little bit of sympathy if I'm the manager to the, and you're complaining. I'm like, here's some free popcorn, but not totally unexpected. I don't have any sympathy for anybody that was in the show. <laughs> the only sympathy I have is for the people that had to deal with those crowds or the people in the theaters next to right. a showing of Taylor Swift. I have no sympathy for people that were actually in it because like I firmly believe what did you expect? Did you really think? Yeah. And maybe maybe that maybe you're right. Like maybe it is the age of of concerts coming to movie theaters and it's a different experience than people traditionally sitting in their chair and being quiet while they watch something. Like that that was the opposite. They they all had the closest they would ever be to Taylor Swift potentially. Yeah. Like right there in the theater with everybody and then take in the atmosphere. If you're taking your young daughter, which let's be real, like uh, probably the majority of the crowd were like teenagers, early 20s or younger. Um, No shade to anybody that was older than that that went. um, 
that kind of atmosphere, they're all like-minded. They're all so excited to be there. Everybody's dressing up. Everybody, like I said, probably had plans for it. And we're looking for, counting down the days to that show. Of course it was going to be rowdy. I need to push back on what you just alluded to. And, and Bethany was surprised to find this out, I guess, on, on Friday night. We were doing tailorgating. So she's, what, 36, 37? Mm. Um, and she's not a Taylor Swift fan, like not at all. I told her, I was like, hey, you can crack on on Swifties all you want because they're not listening right now. They're all getting ready for the movie. So you can call Taylor Swift the Antichrist, not the Antihero, the Antichrist right now, and you'll be safe. Um, I think the majority, if I had to take a guess, if this is multiple choice or something, I think that there are far more older Taylor Swift fans than there are younger. Like, like In general or on Friday? Uh, in in general, like slightly, Aww. like slightly younger than Bethany, because those girls were, yeah, they were her age when she came out. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. like when when Love Story hit in two thousand nine, right. those girls were like seventeen. Right. I and, I mean I remember I was <laughs> like right. So. Like I think um my my boss Mallory at the Ability Center, she might have done something regrettable with her family if she had some unbelievable Taylor Swift opportunity. Like, that is her goddess. I suppose. I don't know. She would throw her little boy in front of a train if it meant saving Taylor Swift. I feel like anytime I give any input on Taylor Swift, I have to lead with the fact, like, I'm not a fan. My knowledge on this person, I'm not not a fan. I just don't care. And my knowledge is very limited and probably not accurate. (laughs) Like, you know, to to put an exclamation point on my point, arguably the two most festive people at Taylor Gating the other night were Kimberly Newman and Sarah Gulch. Who are your age? I love Kimberly Newman and Sarah Gulch, though. But Kimberly's personality is so aligned with the Swifty. I mean, she is just the She's just perfect. <laughs> like you just love her, you I, know. I wanted to put ta- I wanted to put Kimberly and Bethany in my pocket at the same time because they're both so tiny. <laughs> I just love them. Did uh did you so I I just love this little cottage 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 industry that has arisen out of uh Travis Kelsey and and Taylor Swift because Yes, yes. Okay, sorry. Last night the Kelsey brothers were at the Phillies game. Um, there was no Taylor, there was no Donna, Mm -hmm. but something on the complete opposite coast happened where there was a Chargers and Cowboys game and Lance Bass was there and he was up in some suite and he held up a sign that said, not Taylor Swift. (laughs) I, I love all all the, this has given me smile, smiles from all this content. I, I love it so much. Um, I enjoyed the memes where I or the the post that said if one more person comments about Taylor Swift when Ryan Reynolds is standing right next to her, and I loved that because that like that's I would agree with that. Everyone's paying so much attention to Taylor Swift; they had no idea Ryan Reynolds was there, and I think like Hugh Jackman was there, and there was a couple other people because all people could talk about was Taylor Swift. I guess so. Like I guess it does provide some entertainment. Um, I'm in a, like, I have always said I'm in a unique spot. It's, which is a little strange for me, but 
I could see the entertainment factor to it. I could, I do find some of it like so something like that where it says where he says not Taylor Swift is hilarious. Like I find that to be really funny and clever. I'm enjoying all of this. Did you see any of the SNL stuff? I haven't yet because I tried to watch it and I realized I wasn't watching it on Hulu. I was watching it on YouTube TV last time they had a Got season it. and we don't have that anymore. I did though giggle a little bit when they were so. I will not deny that they're likely together. They are. And so when they were leaving and holding hands, it made me giggle because I could absolutely, I'm a red lipstick girl. I always wear red lipstick. So I know what it looks like when red lipstick has run up your face because somebody else has like sucked it off. And she clearly, they clearly were swapping spit and in the car or doing something because her red lipstick was going right up her face and it was in his mustache. Like, <laughs> so you could see it. Like you could clear, you could clearly, that made me smile. I'm like that, that, that part made me laugh. It made me giggle. I'm like, Oh, look how cute. We have talked about this and we'll continue to get to it because it just keeps going. They are so much not each other's type. I would believe, yeah. even though, oh, yeah. even though what you just said, I could, I will hold that a an iota of hope or belief that it's all a ruse. Because I watched them leaving the SNL thing or wherever they were. He's got clothes on that are like nine sizes too big, and she's being her. I'm like, no, we've we've yeah. each seen them with different people before, and. It would be like a broken dating show. You know, like I said, I know nothing about Taylor Swift, but I do know a fair amount about Travis. And they are right. Like, she's just not, she's never been anyone he's he would go for, but she's also Taylor Swift. And so there's probably going to be a fair, I mean, I wouldn't blame him for like, mm, well, she isn't somebody I would normally go for, but I like her and she's Taylor Swift. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, he, I don't. I don't even want to imply that about those, my friend. But. Those are like nuclear. <laughs> those are like nuclear flags. Not yeah. only is it somebody I'm not usually interested in, it's somebody who creates chaos after the end of a relationship. And thankfully, it, that doesn't seem to have manifested itself with her last guy, the Joe Alwyn guy. But um, who was? Oh, we talked about it on the air on Friday. Like she. Uh, it was the All's Too Well, like that that weird album from a couple of years ago. She mm -hmm. literally like made Jake Gyllenhaal had to run off the internet, change his social did. security number. Like that's just not worth the risk of somebody that isn't usually your type. I don't know. I it's it. I don't know. I, it's hard for me to know what's going on. I've gotten a couple calls and I'm like, you guys, I'm not asking. I refuse. I refuse to ask. But like, I just. I don't know. And that one part made me smile. Like that one picture where, I, and then the thought of like, well, you, you know how you have somebody in your life where you don't talk to them as often anymore, but you were close with them at one point for years. So it's like my friend, like I would love to see my friend happy. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And if you're happy and this is, you know, then this is really great that I'm happy for you. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, I'm happy for my friend. Good for him. Do you find her attractive? I do think she's pretty, yeah. I think she's awkward, though. Like, I, I think she's pretty, but I don't understand how somebody with that much money and has been doing entertainment for as long as she has still has no rhythm. Like, it <laughs> bothers me. Yeah, I, mean, I don't understand how... And maybe it's because she's super tall, and so her long limbs just don't translate into 
into movement very well. Maybe that's a Bethany question since she's proficient in dance, but I, I think she's very pretty. I, th- I just think she's awkward. I forget who I was talking to amid all of this because I, I find the discussion so fascinating because it is truly the intersection of two things that I spend so much of my mental energy on, like sports, not watching, but following, and mm-hmm. the biggest pop star. And entertainment, the, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I love to, to, to analyze the whole thing. And I forget who I was spoken to, who I spoke to, and she's like, she gives us all, she gives all us average looking girls who can glow it up a little bit a chance. And I thought that was, I thought that was very accurate because she is, she's pretty, but she's not hot. Uh, right. I don't, I mean, but she doesn't, but she doesn't give hot vibes. I think you right. can be hot without being pretty. Like, I think she's really pretty and I think she's like cute, but she's not hot because there's that awkwardness to her and it's just not her nature to be hot. She's, and anytime she tries, it's, it's like awkward. She's just normal. Yeah, I guess so. I guess yeah, yeah. Did you see uh did you see Maddie singing <laughs> that thing oh last night? Oh my god. I loved every second of it. The fact that she good for her for paying that much attention for that long period of time. I mean, she quite literally put on a show. I found it adorable, especially when she ran her hands through her hair. Like and she, like the wind was blowing, like her Beyonce fan was blowing. I'm so excited to see her grow up. I can't. I she's the, she's the cutest. Bethany's got to either get her into singing lessons or shut that yeah. down, or continue dance or theater. Yes. Yeah, for yeah. sure. She's gonna um, be. Uh, she's definitely gonna be a like I think a theater kid. Last thing, uh, how deep, if at all, are you into House of Usher? Oh, I have 30 minutes left and then I'm done. I just could not. I had 30 more minutes, but it was 1145 and I was like, Thomas, we cannot. We have to go to sleep. I began the first episode last night and... It's really good. I I was so excited when the Phillies got up early last night. I was like, good, I can start House of Usher. uh, I like Sam Neill. I'm glad that... um, Carl Lumbly, I believe that's his name, the black lawyer. Don't tell me anything mm-hmm. bad happens to him. I'm glad he, he's, he's got a gig. Uh, the awkward girl from Midnight Club yes. playing his w- wife, wife is... Awkward. Uh, but I have... Uh, and, and then the, the young him... Sorry if I'm way behind you, but the young him, the young Roderick, is yes. was the main character from Midnight Mass. Midnight Mass, yep. So it's, it's like, it's like seeing old friends again. The only thing is a lot of the characters that we love from the Flanagan films, we really, you're not going to like in these films. And that's all I'll say. I, 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 I hate that. I hate that that happened. Can I tell you something? Watching this last night, since I had finished succession, I was like, you know, some of these Flanagan shows have a very much have a very like succession type way about them where you mm-hmm. just loathe some of the characters. Oh, many of them. I mean, it truly many if, if I don't so we're going to finish it today and then I'm going to go on the internet and I'm going to spend hours like watching people analyze it and hearing what everybody's feedback is and then I'm going to watch it again because I don't know Edgar Allan Poe like most people and Same. I know there's a there's all sorts of Poe references and I'm bummed. I feel like I'm missing out. Like I I feel like it's a niche that I'm not a part of and that is really taking away from me being able to enjoy the full show. So I'm going to try to do as much research as I can and then watch it again. I have in my notes or my calendar that tomorrow bodies is something that hits Netflix. Hmm. And 
I don't know. I saved it months ago. I saw something else about it over the weekend, and it says they it's compa- compared to Dark. And you know how much I loved that show. Oh, yeah, you did. So yeah. when you need to watch something, or when you're looking for something else, um, Bodies tomorrow Netflix. I will do that. Also, I I it's tradition for me to watch Teen Witch every year before Halloween. You know, from 1989, Teen Witch. I watched that this weekend. It was great. <laughs> I know Teen Wolf, not Teen Witch. Teen Witch was fantastic. It was a cheesy coming of age. Like, I'm 16 and I want to be cute and popular film from 1989. It was great. Um, I think that's it. Oh, very good. Any dogs destroying, any, any pets destroying your basement yet? More, again? <laughs> no, no, no. Pete got out of the, we have a dog, uh, we have like a dog gate on multiple rooms and Pete got out of one of them and they're like it's like a pretty massive and like strong gate and I don't understand how he did that but he did so shame on him shame Pete shame there was something what did you say the other day like you guys can't have nice things oh because the cat's urinating in the house and it's it makes me sad my mom made a good point that we were convinced already that they the previous owner must have had an animal that would pee downstairs. Right. Yeah. And we think he might have peed in the corner of that room. And that is why the cat is peeing there. I said but, that. And mom said that too. So that's, yeah. So I, I do believe that. I did put his litter box over there in that corner. Because I don't want to keep him from going downstairs. Um, but, uh, like, I can't have him keep doing that. Luckily, right. though, you still can't smell it. For him to have been doing this literally for at least four days and I haven't done anything to really stop him, when you come into my basement, you still don't smell any of it. So, And a very special happy birthday to your mom. I am so glad that, uh, what, like 35 years or so ago, Excuse she, you. she and your dad had some wine and then bang, you popped out like nine months later. I am only 33, thank you very much. Well, but she was like 35 or whatever, or 35 years ago, whatever, like 34 and a half, whenever they did what they did to make you, <laughs> I am very happy. It's my mommy's birthday. I think I'm going to go see her after work today. I just got some stuff to work on that's going to keep me here a little while longer. But. Uh, I was told earlier that there's a bunch of power out on Route 20. Oof, I wonder why. Yeah, so because uh, she she's still down that way, right? In the, yeah. in the apartment complex. It's wind um, season. They get wind really bad around this time of year. All right. Well, uh, give all the birthday wishes to Mary for me, and, and 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 please, especially tell her that I say, Eric, it's glad you guys had sex when you did. Oh God, I will never. That's okay. I'm I'm ending this. <laughs> bye bye. Goodbye. Bye bye.